Hello, loves. Welcome to the Living Out Love podcast. I am I am beside myself. So today is a very, very special day for several reasons. A, you're going to meet a very fabulous human being who also happens to be one of my best friends. And she is an astrologer. And you may have heard my episode a few weeks ago where I talked about that I've been getting into an astrology and that I'll be sponsoring and speaking at an astrology conference. And I will be going with this very special person. So I'm so excited to introduce you to Suzanne Plattner. Welcome, Suzanne. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Um, definitely been looking forward to this day for so long, just to, of course, we talk all the time, but to talk with you on this and talk astrology and just all the fun things. Yeah. So I was going to try to write a bio for you um, because I know you so intimately, but I haven't actually known you for that long, like a few years. So would you just introduce yourself to my listeners? Like, who are you and how did you make your way to astrology? Sure. So I am, I'm a mom and wife and I spend most of my days, you know, shuttling kids all over the place. And the rest of my time, I pretty much spend, you know, doing astrology with my friends and, uh, and doing readings and just living that world. I feel like I am truly like at my happiest when I'm just diving into just all of the details. And, um, it's, it's been a, a kind of crazy journey for me, um, to astrology. I grew up in a very woo house with, you know, my, every time anyone had a question about anything, my mom brought out the tarot cards and, you know, we went to town. Um, we were all very interested in Amish tree and crystal balls and seances and just anything woo that you can think of. Um, that's what I grew up with. And yeah. And so I, um, so I kind of lived that life until I was a young adult and went off to business school of all things. <laughs> less and woo. Yes, less woo, definitely. And you know, I really think that was actually very intentional for me. And I, I can now looking at my chart, I can really see kind of why I made those choices. Um, but I really pulled away from the spiritual world. I called myself an agnostic for many, many years. And I, you know, it's not that I didn't believe there was something in the beyond, maybe. But I, I just, I was like, you know, I don't know who am I to say, you know, and I, I, I didn't go to tarot cards. I didn't do any, any of that kind of stuff for many, many years. And, um, I kind of a little bit like there were parts of that life that I very much always remembered, like past lives were always very strong for me. I just, mm. even though I called myself agnostic, I, I couldn't really let go of the idea of past lives. And I, um. I uh, kind of forgot that part of myself, though, mostly, until one day I was reminded of, of the power of it. And I kind of slowly started diving back in. I started doing moon rituals with my friends and, you know, um, just reading lots of spiritual books and just, it's hard to describe, but it felt like there was a massive weight lifted off of my shoulders. I came back into my spirituality. And um, so, you know, I kind of started just going through all of those things, just spirituality in general, manifestation, all of that. And um, a few years back, my, my grandma passed away. And I was never very close with her, truth be told, but she was very into astrology. And I, um, 
after she passed away, anytime I would look at anything astrology, it just made sense to me. And it was so weird because, you know, astrology, I always was interested in it, but I would look at, I would look at things and I'd be like, how does somebody know anything from this chart, this circle and these lines? And I just couldn't, I was like, this is bizarre. I, I don't think I could ever do that. That sounds crazy. And I feel like she was whispering in my ear and pulling me into this world. And um, so I, I, uh, yeah, ever since then, I've been just, you know, all in. Ah. Uh. You said something really beautiful when you said that when you reconnected with your spirituality, you felt like there was a huge weight lifted. What was the weight that was lifted? Oh, gosh, I think it was just a part of myself that I was denying for so long. And, um, you know, I think it's really hard when you don't really know who you are and when you're when you don't have this. I think it's hard not to have spirituality just in general in your life, no matter what form of spirituality that is. And uh, yeah, it was just a, a, a piece missing. And it was so, once I dived into that, it was like a relief of stress, you know, I think. Yeah. So I have, I have a really basic question because I feel like people if they, there's a lot of people out there that know astrology as like your weekly horoscope and they know it as a very predictive, like the trope is like, this is the week that you should buy the lotto ticket, you know? And so yes. I would like you to tell me what is astrology? Mm, yes. I love it. It is a basic question. And also we could sit here and talk for three hours about right. that question. So. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, you know, the weekly horoscopes and the, you should buy a car this weekend or you're going to fall in love or whatever. I don't prescribe to any of that. So I, let's just, let's just put that aside, you know, um, and astrology to me, you know, I kind of see it as two big buckets and, um, one of those buckets, it's kind of funny. Uh, this, uh, this is really a me thing. You, I don't think you'll hear most astrologers say this, but, um, one of those buckets for me is just being in tune with the earth and everything mm. around us. Yeah, and, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah. And and that's why I say that's really that's really a me thing. That that's you know, because I feel like, you know, back hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, people when they lived, they lived by the cycles of the moon. And they, you know, they very they were very, very much in tune with nature with the seasons, the cyclical flow of just, you know, going through the yearly seasons, going through the cycles of the moon. And they, they live their lives in accordance with those, those rhythms. And I think that that's such a beautiful and healthy way to live. And um, so for me, that's, that's kind of one bucket of astrology is just the fact that it, it opens up these, these cycles that if we're following them, um, I think that, um, I think that we can treat mother earth much better, first of all. Um, and I think we treat ourselves better because we're allowing for, you know, this world teaches us to just be the same, always go to work nine to five, you get the weekends off, you go back to work, take the kids to school. It's the same always, you know, and sure we get little vacations off, you know, but what if we really lived in summer? What if we really lived in fall? What if we lived those, that energy that's going on and we, we planted the foods that were meant to be planted during that time. And, you know, so that, that part of it is it. It's it's it is astrology because it's living 
by the seasons and the moon and all of that kind of stuff, but it's not so much getting into, you know, Sagittarius and, you know, things like that. Right. But, but that is truly one of my favorite elements of astrology. And the other piece of it is what, is what you would hear more so often. And, and that is living, you know, um, understanding your natal chart and understanding, you know, what, what it means when we are in all of these, these other seasons, like, you know, uh, if you're in, in Virgo season, if going through that and, and where is Jupiter right now? Jupiter went retrograde yesterday. What does that mean? You know, and so it's it's following. When you really dive into the details of astrology in that way, what you start to understand is at a really basic psychology. You know, you look at your natal chart and you start understanding a lot of things about yourself and who you are and how your mind works and why one thing can be so true about you. And the opposite of that very thing can also be so true about you. And so as humans, this is a very normal experience. We all we all have these things like, why do I sometimes I'm this way and other times I'm this way? And they're so opposite. It doesn't make sense, you know, and you start understanding your astrology and you start seeing that's why. That's why. Because when I'm presented with this situation, what I do when I'm presented with this, it just really helps you understand your own psychology. Um, and, uh, and it gives you such grace for yourself, for other people. Because when you're looking at someone else and you're going, you're a hypocrite, you know, why did you said this two weeks ago and now you're saying this and you start understanding that's because Yes, they can be both of those things at the same time. Yes, they can. And they can change their mind at any time that they want. And and they're on this earth for a very different reason than I am. I have X gifts because I'm here to do this. But they don't, they don't have those same things. They have a whole different set of gifts and a whole different set of detriments. You know, and their purpose is so different than mine. And for me to judge what their purpose is, it's not for me to do for different reasons and I, I think I think astrology really just helps us to understand it that way yeah you know I actually think that astrology is pretty scientific because <laughs> it's looking at the actual planets it's astronomy based you know where the planets are in the sky but sure. one thing that I've noticed in the quote woo community is people that are very interested in A Course in Miracles, which I know is not your background. Um, but one of the things that A Course in Miracles says is that we all have our own highly individualized curriculum. And there are a lot of Course in Miracles people that are very big into astrology, because I think if you want to know what your curriculum is, here you go. You know, absolutely. Yes, it is. It's. It's it's right there, clear and, as day. And I agree with you. It's like if if you allow it to give you that frame of reference of this is your chart, this is your experience, it really helps you to do to to jump out of that thing that our brains do where we expect everybody to act the way that we think we would act. Yes. It really helps you to kind of deprogram that. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I liked your two buckets. And I love, you know, um, a few episodes back on the podcast, actually, I shared a reading and the client that I was talking to was talking about climate change. And one of the things that came through was the earth 
it was like the earth was saying, like, I want you to enjoy me. I want you to climb my mountains and swim in my rivers and eat of my food, you know, like not to have guilt about enjoying the earth. And it this whole idea of like we energetically are taking, but we're also energetically giving to the earth. And it's this like relationship. It's yes. so funny. It seems so obvious now that you say that, but I hadn't thought about that in the context of astrology and seasons. And of course, like what our relationship with the earth looks like is going to be very different depending on what's happening with her, with, you know. Yes. So, wow, that's just, that's beautiful. Thank you for tying that together for me. Yeah, I love that. And it, it is so true. It is a reciprocal relationship, but, you know, we've been taking too much. <laughs> so we, we need to, we need to give back a little bit and just get in tune with Tell me, so I feel like we've talked about the buckets of like what astrology can do. And I have, I have my responses, but why do you think that somebody coming to know whether it's their natal chart or their transits, but where they come to have a more intimate relationship with their astrology, why is it so impactful? Oh, because I think it shows you perspectives that you could have never gotten to on your own. I I think it's it's like I I said a you know a few moments ago. I don't I, I I'm not really into the the you know horoscopes based on your sun sign and that you're gonna get a card and meet a someone and blah blah blah. I don't believe in predictions per se. What I believe in is questions. You know, and we can talk about what energy is present right now and how you're favored and, you know, what, how maybe things are going to be maybe a little bit more challenging, but, but it's, it's all like I, as an astrologer, I can't ever tell somebody anything so specific. All I can do is I can present them with questions. Those internally, we all, we all know the answers somewhere in our heads, right? It's hard to get there as because we have too many voices in our heads telling us too many different things. And I think as an astrologer, what I can do is, is help to quiet some of those voices and, and highlight others and pose questions that hopefully help the person to, to understand, you know, why something is happening. And I, ideally I want them to answer the question themselves. I want them to, 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 to get there on their own, I'm going to bring up as much for them as I can. I think it just, it helps people so much to just look into themselves and, uh, and really see what's going on. Because again, as an astrologer, I, I can't actually tell you. All I can do is, is give you this, this energy. And um, that's available at the moment, or that's always available in you, if we're talking about your natal chart. And I want to pose questions. Questions and perspectives that I wouldn't necessarily get from other people. Right. And I, I, I loved what you said about like that in their minds they might already have the answer. I think you're absolutely right. And sometimes it's like either we're not asking the right question, or it's almost like somebody asking the question gives us the permission. Mm-hmm. I remember the very first time you read my chart and we talked about Venus ruling my chart and like what, yes. what all was going on with Venus with me. And I had already had Amy Hageman dot love, like love was already the focus. 
but having this better understanding of Venus, it, it, it gave me permission in a way where it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, it's love because that's so cute and so sweet. You know, like it gave me permission to step into like ownership of, no, this is what I'm here to do. And I know it's very powerful and I get to own it the way I feel called to own it in a, in a, in a way that I didn't have before we had talked about my chart. Yes, yes, it's so true. And of course, it, you know, Amy's chart, you guys, points to Venus in about a thousand different ways. Her chart is clearly ruled by Venus. It's quite, it's quite amazing. Um, and and thank you for bringing that up because yeah, that is one thing that I didn't mention too is that sometimes astrology is just validating for people. You know, sometimes, sometimes people have just again so much, so much chatter in their heads, and and they they kind of think they're crazy for feeling a certain way. <laughs> Or they don't understand, you know, and so sometimes to just come in and say, no, you, you are this way and that's okay, you know, and to allow people to really, really know that, that it's okay that you're, you know, whatever, you know, that's, that's written in your chart. That is part of your curriculum, you know, and we can talk about high road of certain things and low road of certain things, you know, which of course means Every single sign, if we look at it, has a high road. The yes, when we're really in touch in a very, very healthy way, and a low road version, which ah, we're not doing it so well, you know. And sometimes too, it helps to to say to somebody to validate and show them the high road, and also point out the low road and be like, you know, hey, are you getting into some of these? This is not healthy, and let's let's point you in this direction. Here's the other thing I want to say about my experience with astrology that I'm sure you can speak to with several of your clients and not just me mm-hmm. is I've, I've always been a person that's determined to continue to improve myself in some way or another. Like I've always been a, I want to continue to grow and grow and grow. And I don't want to recognize myself from the year before in a very loving, gentle way. It's not like I'm not an achiever type person, but that's always my bend. And with, astrology I feel like I'm growing so much faster because I can I like a I can see myself better and then b especially when the transits come in and we are talking about okay what is the energy that's present in our life right now I it's easier to have an understanding of oh this is how I'm being called to show up like it just gives so much context to life that whether I'm trying to heal something or whether I'm trying to grow a new skill, it's like I understand the way forward in an entirely different way than I did before I knew anything about astrology. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. I think sometimes astrology is like a little cheat sheet. And I, I know we've talked about the word cheat sheet, and I feel like you have a better word for it. Uh, do you remember? Oh. I call it like a quick reference or like a reference a, guide. Like it's a, a reference guide, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Cliff notes. But cliff notes. There we go. Yeah. But it is. Oh, wow. It's so powerful because, you know, okay. If somebody is not into astrology at all, you know, which most people are not, or they're not heavily into it. They're not going to know all of the things. These transits are still going to be happening to them. These lessons are still going to be coming to them. These, you know, all this energy and, and everything else. And, and they're going to get there. You know, if, if their soul is meant to get there and their soul is doing the right work, they're going to get there. Okay. But like, 
having it kind of like spelled out for you in a way, kind of, you know, sometimes even at the beginning of a transit where you're like, okay, this is where I'm going. Uh, feels a little scary, maybe depending on the transit. Um, but you kind of like, sometimes you might even have a little freak out moment and then you got to calm yourself down depending on what it is. But then you kind of start to, you know, unravel what's the lesson here. All right. Open my eyes. Open my eyes for what this lesson is and how am I meant to improve during this time of my life? And, you know, if you already are kind of aware of that, yeah, I think, I just think you're miles ahead. And uh, caveat to that, I do have to say that I... I am also someone who is very concerned about um, so constantly paying, paying so much attention to astrology where you get wrapped in it. I think the inverse of that is you. Right. Like you're not and being so present. I, yes, exactly. Okay, I've got, I've got this transit going on. There, you guys, we all have a million transits going on, like literally <laughs> always. Okay. <laughs> so if you could look at so many of them, for instance, if we're going to talk about a Mars transit, okay? Mars is a relatively fast-moving planet. The Mars transits, they, they come and go pretty quick, okay? And it's not to say it's not impactful. It may be impactful. It's not going to be probably life-changing. The things that are life-changing, the longer transits that are happening above, well, quote-unquote, above the, the Mars transit. Um, but sometimes somebody will look at it, something like that, and they'll freak out. And, you know, self-fulfilling prophecies, people can create a bad day on you know, because they believe something bad is going to happen. And I, and I, I really feel like as an astrologer, I have to be so cognizant of that and make sure that, you know, um, people know like, okay, we shouldn't be paying attention to every single detail because we, it's so easy to get trapped. And, um, I think it's so important and it's so valuable and also, you know, make sure, yeah, make sure that you're living your life. You're being present in the moment. Don't let astrology control you. You just use it as something to helping you to understand what's already going on. And I agree. There, and there's, because there's so many transits going on, there's no end in sight. You could spend no. so much time looking at everything. And it's, I'm realizing that you and I have been talking about transits and there are probably people listening that don't know what that means. But can you tell <laughs> us what is a transit? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Happy to. Okay. So we, we all are born with a natal chart. This is where the stars were the moment you were born. Uh, that never changes. That's, that's, hard, fast, your, your whole life, nothing you can do about that. And, and by the way, your chart, your natal chart is perfect for you, no matter what, there's no such thing as a bad chart. So transits are when the planets out there that constantly are moving, they come into contact with your natal chart. So we can get real technical and we can talk about those details. I don't think that's what we're here to do. So I'm not going to do that, but, but more or less, you know, they hit a certain aspect, a certain degree, and they create, a, there's specific angles that mean different things. And so, for instance, if you're having a Pluto transit, Pluto takes a very long time to go around an entire chart, okay? Um, it's, oh, gosh, don't quote me on this. I probably shouldn't say it on, on the recording because I might get it wrong. Something like 284 years to go around, around the sun. And so, so nobody will ever have um, every single Pluto transit hitting their chart. It's if when Pluto comes, that's a major transit because it stays for a while. It's so slow moving. It's going to hit something. And when it hits that certain angle, that's going to last for a year or longer. And 
Pluto is a Pluto's known as the excavator. Pluto goes in inside and just pulls up like all of the things that maybe you've been trying to hide a little bit. And it wants it it wants kind of a death and a rebirth, is what Pluto wants. It is the planet of transformation. So having knowing that you're about to have a Pluto transit, let's say Pluto comes in and it's going to square your sun. And basically what that means is it's creating a 90 degree angle to your sun. So if Pluto comes in, you're having a Pluto square your sun. You might that's one of those that you might go, oh my gosh, what's about to happen? Your sun is like your identity, your ego, your sun sign is, is very, very important. So there's something about your identity that's going to die and be If we don't know what that is, that can sound very scary, right? Right. And also it's so beautiful because it's always for your higher good, you know, and it's about learning how to move through that. And so every planet, even some asteroids out there and, and different things can create these different angles and they all last different times. And again, the longer that they last, the more impactful. It's a, a real slow moving thing. It's just, uh, it, it might affect you that day. Not so much. And so it just kind of, the transits are just, um, they don't define who we are the way that our natal chart is. They just kind of, they put a certain energy into the air that, um, Mm, triggers, if you will. And it's, it's not necessarily in a bad way. Sometimes the word trigger can sound bad. It's not, it's not trying to use it in a negative connotation. But it, it impacts, maybe. It impacts a certain planet in your natal chart. And then those two planets kind of have to learn to work together mm. to continue you on your journey here. Body. Yeah. You know, it was interesting. So, A, I want to say something for the listeners real quick, and then I'm going to make my point. You said Pluto square Saturn. So I want to be really clear that Pluto is Pluto in the sky at this moment in time, squaring yes. where your Saturn was the day you were born, your yes. Saturn of that original moment you were born. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We, those of us that are at all familiar with astrology, <laughs> just take all that stuff for granted. The thing I yes. want to say is it's so funny that you use Pluto as an example because when you first started teaching me about my astrological placements, it was right before I was starting some sort of a Pluto transit. I don't remember what it was now. Um, but knowing what the transit was at the time made all the difference. Because what I... I I don't remember what it was because I've healed it and blocked it, but it was so painful at the time, <laughs> whatever was happening, that as soon as we understood, oh, Pluto's coming in and it's doing this thing to your chart, all of a sudden it felt like, okay, I'm on a roller coaster, but I know I'm on a roller coaster and I know that this is an opportunity for me. like Pluto's here either way, and now I know, well, the invitation is death and rebirth, and so I can either choose it and be very mindful of it, or I can be blindfolded on this roller coaster that I didn't know I was on. Right. You know, and it's like, you're not going to get the jostle out of life, like the jostle's still going to be there, but I felt very consciously like, okay, I don't exactly know what to expect, and I'm going to go for a ride, 
but I also have kind of some ideas about how this might go that would be beneficial and in favor and in my own growth versus, quote, learning things the hard way. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, it's just so good. So um, anything else you want to tell us just about your experiences of working with people in their astrology so far? Um, like anything about why, how, how has it surprised you and how impactful it's been? Oh gosh. I mean, I feel like it surprises me on the daily, you know, with, with how impactful it is. Um, yeah, you know, okay. So I consider myself an evolutionary astrologer, which means that I really believe that everything in our charts, in our natal chart is, um, comes from experiences that we've had in past lives and things that we are here on this earth now. Um, and so what, what I typically do is I really, really kind of, I love to dive into, into past lives and kind of go through like, all right, well, where's your wounding from this past life? Like what, why is this placement here? Because you, you were wounded this way in this past life and I'm here to, to really heal it. And so it's really remarkable once you start understanding that the story of that soul and, you know, the journey that they've already been through and um, the healing that they literally were the day they were born, like, or, or the wounds, I should say, but the day they were born, they, they already came. And, you know, we're, we're both parents. And so I think sometimes as parents, we, we really beat ourselves up about, you know, things that are when we see our, our, our children hurting and then we question ourselves as parents and go like, Oh my, did I do something wrong? Why is my child feeling this way? And I um, really believe that people are born with sure. There's, there's things that us parents can get wrong and sure, sure. <laughs> that can, that can be true, <laughs> but also we are born with a certain set of wounds. And, and what I, what I've noticed is that those wounds that are from past lives where you can see the story in the chart, it it will often happen again in this life. Um, those same wounds, it's almost so that you can remember what happened, something to trigger it, and how I need to remember. And what's so profound is we are going through such a hard time. When I myself am going through a hard time, or or you know, you or one of my other friends is going through such a hard time, or a client, and and they're just like this feels so hard. Like what is happening? And when you look to their chart and you see their past life wounds, you see the transits that are happening right now. And to be able to clarify it for people and validate them and say, yes, this is very real. You have this pain that you've carried with you for who knows how many years, you know, before you were present on this earth. And to be able to show them a path forward, heal, to let them know they were actually put on this earth to heal. Know, to give them a glimpse of of the hard things to do to to heal that um and when sometimes when you you go through these exercises with people and then you learn their backstory mm-hmm. those are the moments that are truly profound um you know because you see how things replicated themselves you know, and, and I, I just think 
anytime we're feeling these big feelings it just it it i am still amazed you know i feel like i'm like you know taylor swift with the you know ah, face you know that she <laughs> that she'll make when she's so excited that you know a fan loves on her um i feel like i'm like that when uh when i see a transit that just is so just so obviously present and so you know where you really just you see it and you see the you see the proof you know see the proof i you know like i said i spent all those years not believing you know i am like kind of a skeptic by nature and so for me seeing the proof every time even though i'm such a believer also i'm i'm like ah, this is it's just so beautiful yeah it's so interesting that that's the example that you use about like past lives and needing something to trigger because literally just last week i was doing a reading and I have not seen this person's chart. I am not an astrologer, but it was um, a new client to me. He was a man. And we very quickly, I was like, oh, we need to talk about your childhood. And you have this belief that you're not lovable, but it's not only that you're not lovable, like you have this belief that there's something wrong with you. And I said, and so actually what happened in your childhood, if we look at it logically, it's not like nothing that bad, quote, happened that would obviously lead to have that belief and I'm like but you had x y and z happen in your past lives and we did a little bit of a past life regression and it was like so you needed this little flicker of a reminder of that belief system so that you could heal it yeah it's like sometimes the the wounds and the traumas that we have in past life we don't have time to heal it in the same lifetime or a couple of lifetimes and so then we have to come in in this lifetime and heal stuff that sometimes we're like I mean I do this sometimes with my worthiness like I had about as I an idyllic of a childhood as you can have you know like I'm like I don't even have a right to have unworthiness I feel that way sometimes like this is just <laughs> it's ridiculous but I have it and so having that like past life context and so I often find that our readings like mirror each other and you do it by looking at a chart and I do it by talking to whoever it is I'm talking to that day. But often we're equipping clients with very similar information. I'm like, this is what you need to recognize about yourself that's going to help you. And these are perhaps some paths forward into healing and growth. So to me, that's, that's, for my own personal introduction of astrology, it's like, oh, like this is another way of doing the same work. Like I'm wanting to help people transform themselves and their lives. And that's also what astrology can do. for me. Yeah, absolutely. And I literally feel like, especially with some of my like repeat clients, and I don't want to put myself out of a job, but I'm, I'm like, they like learn their chart. They'd have a lot fewer questions for me. I mean, really, they they would. Yeah. So I just I just think it's so, so beautiful. Um, and I do want to talk about some exciting things now. Are you ready to move to exciting things? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So next week on the podcast, we are going to be sharing. I say we because it's Suzanne and I are going to be sharing our very first ever experimental at the time um, joint reading. So we had a client and um, 
we got their normal birth information. Suzanne ran their chart the way she normally would. I had a chance to look at it and we talked about it ahead of time. Like what all did we need to discuss in the reading? And I worked with the clients, angels and guides ahead of time to talk about, you know, which no surprise, it was pretty in line with what Suzanne was drawn to talk about anyway. Um, but then both of us were there live for the reading. Um, so you're going to get to hear from Kelly as she has, I think, her first astrology reading, if I recall. I think so. And primarily, Suzanne reads the chart, but then you'll hear me every once in a while kind of interrupt and be like, the guides say we need to talk more about this, or we want to know X, Y, Z. Um, and so Suzanne and I are going to be offering joint reading. So for those of you that are really into astrology, but are also really into channeling. This is a really unique offer. And if you want to learn more about it, the link is in bio. So I'm going to just, that's my quick announcement on that. Um, but the more exciting announcement, I think, is I'm, we're going to, we're going to switch gears and talk about something that Suzanne has created that as far as I know, does not exist out there in the world. I haven't seen anything else like it. Um, I've seen some things that are kind of similar, but they don't actually add up. So um, Suzanne, why don't you tell us what you have created? help. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to. So, okay. What I have created is started off as a simple moon journal and going back to the beginning of what I was saying in those two buckets, I, um, I was really finding once I was diving into all of this stuff of following the moon cycles, I was like, and how I just, I just want to journal about these things. You know, when there's a Pisces full moon or a, you know, Sagittarius first quarter moon or whatever it is, like, I want to write down my thoughts and I want to try to understand how it relates to these other moon phases, you know, and, and, and how that's all connected. And I, and I want to try, I want to, you know, uh, track that with my own personal menstrual cycle. Also, I want to add my mood. So I, I, I kind of started looking around to see if there was anything like that. Yeah. I, I really couldn't find anything, at least not exactly how I wanted. And, and then I, I, I had this memory of, well, I used to work in corporate and I used to actually create databases for a living <laughs> way back many, many moons ago. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I haven't done it in so long. I haven't worked in that kind of IT world in so long. I really loved it when I did. I thought, okay, I'm going to merge, merge my two worlds here. You know, take that, that business minded part of myself, that business and IT part of my, myself and the, the spiritual part of myself. And I started just creating my own system. I, I created my own moon journal really for myself is what it started as so that I could track everything. And I started uncovering, I mean, just the wildest things. Once you start tracking how these cycles relate to each other and you really, you really put yourself in, like I said, living within those seasons, you know, astrology teaches us that there's seasons upon seasons upon seasons and cycles and cycles within. I mean, they're, they're just going all over the place and it can be, It'd be really difficult just to have it in your head swimming around there. Yeah. So to, yeah, to have it all kept in a nice little place. Um, for me that really eased my mind. Um, so yeah, I started religiously just doing this, and I thought, you know, if this is something that uh, is helping me, and I want, there's probably other people that want it too. And so I started kind of furthering it along and and thinking how I could do this. And so I created a membership program. Um, it's called the moon flow membership. And what it allows you to do is kind of like I already said, journal along with the phases of the moon. Um, 
And, um, and then what I do also is I take, um, depending on what moon phase there is, and it's, I, I, I'll send out text messages, you know, um, to each member and kind of let them know, okay, here's, here's what's happening right now in the sky with the moon phase. And, um, here's how it relates to your own personal natal chart. So I go through, you know, and, and kind of how I do that is I, I show, I'm not going to get too technical here, but basically what house of yours, and if you, if you don't know anything about astrology, I'm sure you don't know about the term house, but we all have houses within our natal charts. Where is this moon falling in your, your natal chart? And so I give an explanation of kind of what questions to be asking. Here's a journal prompt for you, you know, how you might be feeling that kind of thing and send out text messages. So with each of the four major moon phases, with the new moon, with the first quarter moon, with the full moon, and with the last quarter moon, I send out these text messages um, to my members um, and they can go ahead and journal with it. They can um, go back and look at old entries and like I like to do so often is, is see how they relate to each other. Um, I just had a major, I mean, <laughs> Last weekend was it last weekend? I can't even remember I think now. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I had just oh wow, it was rough for me, and and it was a Pisces full moon, and I went back to my Pisces new moon entry from six months earlier, and I I read what that entry was, and I was astounded at the growth that I had during that time because in in moon cycles that's one of the biggest cycles is the new moon in a certain sign to the full moon in that same sign, which happens about six months apart from each other. And so, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So each full moon, it's really great to kind of go back to that new moon entry. If, if you did one and take a look and see what you were going through. And when I read what I had been going through and what my new moon manifestation was, I, I, I was blown away. I was blown away by how much I'd grown during that period and how much I, I really, I did it. I did what I wanted to do. I, I, I still have room for growth. And that was part of why the weekend was so rough for me. <laughs> but yeah. to be able to reflect on that um, was just astounding. It was absolutely astounding. And so, yeah, the moon, the moon flow membership provides that for people. Um, what, what else is there? Um, you can get a 40% off readings from me for all my members. Um, I do add your natal chart. We have to pause. That is a huge okay. discount. It is. So my it members is. get a 22% discount. So 40% uh -huh. is huge. Okay. Yes. Sorry yes. to interrupt your, your flow of thought. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. So yeah, I add your natal chart trans, uh, your natal chart in there. So you'll always have access to that. And I add your transits for an entire year. Um, there. Oh, I also have a, a moon calendar that you can... Um, sync with your phone as well so that you always have the moon phases your google or iphone calendar i haven't done that yet i need to yeah. go back and do that yes 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 um so that's the way that the membership exists right now in the, i'm working on a more advanced version of the membership which goes into details you know more personalized details about the transits and things right things like that but right now if with this level of membership, you'll just get, these are your transits, but there won't necessarily be an explanation of what that means. That's, that's coming soon. Um, with a few, a few, I'm working on a lot of stuff, but for now we just have this basic version of the membership. Well, it's not, I wouldn't call it basic. <laughs> I think 
because astrology is so complex, it might feel basic to you, but mm -hmm. I think the service that it offers is comprehensive. Yes. Yes. Thank you for that. That's yeah. true. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I will say I've been a part of your membership from the beginning, and I am by nature not a journal person. And so there have been lots of times when I have not journaled. Um, but even just receiving the prompts of this is this is where the moon is in your chart and these are some questions you might ask. It's fascinating how I mean, sometimes they're just like it's not painful. It's com it's comical. Like, yes, that is that is exactly what's happening for me. Thank you, Moon. You know? <laughs> but sometimes it's not. Like sometimes it'll ask something and I'll go, Oh, I that is happening. You know, like it'll bring something to my awareness that I hadn't noticed. And so it like gives me this opportunity to reflect on something that I would have missed. Um, and then there have been some times when, ooh, I've gone through some things. And in hindsight, I'm like, you know, if I had journaled about this previously, like, and you will have asked <laughs> me, well, look at your journal and you're from da da da. I'll be like, well, I didn't do that. And you're like, well, journal this one. <laughs> And I'm like, uh-huh, <laughs> because it is, it's such an opportunity to come to know yourself better and know your journey and be able to reflect. Um, okay. So if people are interested in the Moonflow membership, where do they go? They go to shedancesunderthemoon.com and then you just click in uh, upper right, it says Moonflow membership, I believe. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, there's lots of exciting, exciting things. So Suzanne has her membership. We're launching joint readings. And then Suzanne and I both are in it. It'll be about two weeks from the time this episode airs. We'll be headed to California to go to the Astro Bash conference, which since she and I registered, um, they've now launched a virtual ticket. So if any of you out there are into astrology and want to hear from other evolutionary astrologers, um, this we're geeking out about it. It's going to be are. so great. Um, there will also be a link in wherever you're watching this, listening to this, you can learn more about the Astro Bash conference if you want to join us virtually. So, um, Suzanne, anything else they should know about you and how to find you? Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, um, like I said, she dances under the moon. That's my website. So you can go to that. You can find me on Instagram. Um, you can also find me on, on threads, not like a ton going on there yet, but I, I, I love it. I'm going to, I'm going to give a push for, for the new threads app because nice. <laughs> I, yeah, I love it. I think it's just, I don't know. It feels like a real nice, healthy atmosphere, far different from usual social media sites. I'm not the biggest fan of social media. I will be honest. I, uh, so people should get on your email list. Yes. Thank you. So thank you. Website and subscribe <laughs> to her email list. Yes, if you want to make sure we we keep in contact, definitely go there because I do I, I do go through phases of social media. Um so um and yeah, I you'll you have some you know, whereas Moonflow membership, maybe your journal prompts there are this is what the moon is doing, it's in this house, here's a question. But in your emails, often you'll write a blog or something. There's it's yeah, that's a whole other gift that's for free that I would suggest to people. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, my emails do. They contain a whole plethora of usually I really like to stick with the seasons. So it has a lot to do with the seasons and the signs within the seasons. Um, I'm adding a part to my website right now. Not quite ready yet, but where I really I want to go through each sign and talk about just how to live with live that sign while we're in that season. You know, um, yes, that's 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 honestly like really where my heart is, is just being able to fully live in the season. And I'm like, are we still in summer or can we like move on to, to fall now? Well, maybe when this airs, it will be fall, won't it? Hope so. I, <laughs> I hope so. I think it might be like the first, the, the real early days of fall. So, um, so yeah, I, uh, so I just, I'm ready to, to live there now. I've got a, I've got a candle. Yeah, that's like apple scented or something and I'm like waiting to light it day of fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Apple scented candle. Good for you. Yeah. Um well yeah, so everybody, thanks for joining us, Suzanne. Thanks for being here. Um, you know, more specifically what I want to say is in general, with me and my work and the idea of living out love, a lot of that is relying on knowing who you are. You know, like knowing what makes you the little version of source God spirit that you are and how you're called to show up. And so, Suzanne, what I want to say to you is thank you for helping people come to know themselves so that they can live their curriculum. What a gift. Um, And I hope everybody, I hope you show up next week for the podcast. You'll hear this was our very first ever joint reading. Um, and what a fantastic, unique opportunity to have a psychic and an astrologer talking to you (laughs) and answering (laughs) all your questions. So, um, thanks for being here. Bye loves.